Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new year and a new year of the BZ Powercast. As always, I am your host, Black Six, and this is episode 19. This month on the show, we start out talking about the newly rebooted BZPRPG when I sit down with Friar Tuck and MZ to talk about the uh, changes that have gone on in the game. After that, Van the Moa comes back to do uh, a new set of how-to BZPs with a few helpful hints for everyone. Next up, we took one of your suggestions and we have a special interview that I think you all are going to enjoy. And we wrap things up with a recording by Andrew and Andrew. I think this is going to be a pretty great show, so I hope you all enjoy it. Here we go. Okay, with me now are Friar Tuck and MZ of the BZPRPG staff here to talk about that same uh, activity here on BZ Power. How's it going, guys? It's going all right. Going awesome. Okay. So uh, the BZPRPG recently rebooted to, um, you know, everyone, I don't know, some people liked it, some, I guess, might not have, but uh, <laughs> we're, it's a lot, of, a lot of big changes, so we're here to talk about it a bit. So you guys want to, I guess, go over maybe first, as we normally do, a quick overview of what the BZPRPG is, and then uh, we can talk about what exactly has changed. Uh, you want to take this, this first question, Adrian? I'm sure. Well, the BZ RPG is different from other RPGs in that you can pretty much do story-wise wherever you really choose. The game masters don't really write out the story for you. You write your own story and you collaborate with other players. So that's pretty much the appeal of the BZ RPG. Right. It's very open-ended and, uh, you know, it's not like uh, some other RPGs where it's very, um, you know, win or lose oriented. You know, it's basically just a, a collaborative story. Yeah, the way we use, the way we consider it, how we write down is how we have this one location and everyone's sitting around a campfire telling the same story, but just from their point of view. That that's how we view the game. Right. So, um, like, like we said, the RPG recently rebooted, which meant we kind of completely wiped the slate clean and uh, started over again. So you want to talk about how that process, maybe go a little bit into, um, you know, why it was decided to do that and what the ramifications of that are, have been? Oh, uh, well, this was Smeagol's brainchild uh, with one or two other people joining in that how it had come to our attention that a lot of people try to get in or sought and then didn't want to get in simply because this game has been going on for what? nine years now and it's been almost one continuous story so things that happened six seven years ago before many of the modern members have even joined or heard about bz power things that happened back then affect how the game was still being played so you have this huge backstory that you kind of have to understand it grasps the full complexity of the game and that scared away a lot of players so i i guess that that kind of prompted a couple of the higher ups to suggest you know maybe we should just completely start from the beginning once again have absolutely no backstory having putting everyone on the same playing field Mm -hmm. it's kind of where the idea came from uh anything to add on that adrian well he pretty much hit it hit the nail right on the head i mean i was 
away from BB Power when all this took place. So I was kind of logged on to a bit of a surprise when I saw it. But after a while, I kind of saw what Meagle and Josh were talking about and sort of agreed with them. Yeah, like like Josh had been saying, you know, it's the RPG had been going on for uh, a long time, and you know, every year we kind of try to mix things up, but the things just kind of added on to each other. And then there was other things in the past, like we had uh, one of the formerly member-run RPGs ended up merging with the BZP RPG, and it's you know. It's, <laughs> Oh, that that was such a mess. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of things that just kind of build up over time and and make a mess. So we decided, yeah, yeah, to, we, it was a good idea to make things easier for members to start over. So, yeah. um, with this reboot, what is tell us a little bit about it? You know, the setting and um, you know the the characters people can become and things like that. Well, we decided to take inspiration both from Bionicle Canon and from the early days of the first BZP RPG, from back from 0201. And so we decided to actually go back to the island of Montanui itself, basically retell that story, except with the some of the canon heroes being the main characters. It would be our written up characters instead of them. So imagine us taking the place of the tour heroes. That's, that's how we have it set up right now. Mm-hmm. And so the, the basic storyline is the same. Um, Montanui is the only island you know of. Toa hero, the Matorian came here. They, you know, worship Montanui and the Makuta, not Teradax, not everyone else. We don't know who he is, just the Makuta came and put his brother into a deep sleep and has basically taken over the island. And so now it's your choice. You want to go and help them since the Toa came, tried and failed to stop them. Are you going to take their place, fill their shoes? Or are you going to help the Makuta completely take over the island once and for all? That's kind of where we're starting off. All right. So it brings back, you know, that whole island vibe and, you know, the, the mystical and mysterious nature that 2001 had that a lot of longtime fans really loved. And uh, gives you know creates a, a nice uh, universe to start playing in. Yeah, um, with the help of Adrian and the help of Nuju Metru, we helps reset the ground rules. I mean, it's a lot more emphasis back on elemental powers, emphasis back on melee weapons, emphasis back on character development instead of flashy spaceships or laser guns or orbital bombardments or what we've gotten used to. So it, it back to back to the basics is mm-hmm. kind of our model right now. So you're just talking about like a lot of um, very technological things. So basically, you're saying that like in you know, the original Bonacle storyline, we don't have a lot of that stuff or any of it at all. Yeah, you're back to disc launchers, swords, and fire powers, basically. Mm-hmm. All right, now um, you know. In case people are are interested, what kind of characters? can uh, the players be, you know, different uh, species or races or whatever you want us to call them? This, this was quite a b- debate, and after a while, obviously we're allowing the Toa, Turaga, and Matorn. I mean, that's bread and butter. As for other races, it was debated, do we want to have the Bear Magna in there? Do we want to have some of the Matorn universe? And just to give the players a chance to be more creative, we allowed Skakti and we allowed the Vortex. All, All right. other races... All the other races, 
either don't exist or we don't know about. So it kind of kind of a compromise there just to allow a little bit more creativity in there. So we, we, those are the only five races allowed. Okay, sounds good. Um, so bef- running up to the reboot, you had a, a few topics in the RPG forum for answering questions and such. Are there any uh, very common ones that were asked frequently you guys want to go over? Or uh, maybe just any anything else about the reboot that people should know about? Well, one co- one question that was kind of recurring was the topic of gender versus element. So does a tour of water have to be a female? Mm-hmm. And our answer to that is no. A tour of water can be male. A tour of fire can be female. Okay, that's good. Giving a, a little variety where... Uh, a lot of people have thought that, you know, the actual Bonacle storyline might have been lacking a little. Mm-hmm. Um, the other other major questions were basically how far in the story are we? Well, like, for example, the Bork haven't been discovered yet. Rakashi are around, but they're not a playable species. Um, like I said, Metronui, either we don't know about or is there a myth? I mean, we're, we're starting off in 0102. We, all this stuff we don't know about. So you can't go around saying, oh, I'm from, you know, who knows where else, because in our world, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess other things would be like, for example, you're only allowed one mask power. You're, you're not allowed to have multiples. Um, let's see, Adrian, what were some of the other frequently asked questions that kept coming up repeatedly? I don't remember off the top of my head. I know that <laughs> I know the gender one stood out. Uh, yeah, I have conveniently forgotten them because it, it got annoying. Um, let's see, like you're allowed to have pets, like like the actual animals are on. Yeah, on Monsoon, like there aren't any strange creatures, canon, canon creatures, um, canon locations, like you can ha- like the Lee Coral Highway, Kokoro. I mean, all the basic places on the map. They're there still. They haven't been deleted or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So one thing, um, you are allowed to interact with canon characters like Jowler and Bakama. That oh, that's right. Yeah. We did change that, didn't we? Right. Yeah, in the past, um, we had, the, for the longest time, even in the old Beast of Parapuchy, it was canon characters were off-limits. And like staff or official characters, you cannot interact with without staff approval, without staff doing it. And that was good, but it made more work for us. And mm-hmm. considering that this location is filled with canon characters that still exist, the only people who are missing are the original Toa, that didn't make any sense. Plus, it would limit the players as to what they could do. So we decided to kind of break break the chain here a little bit and say that if you want to go up and talk to like Jaller or Captain Card and get a mission, or if you wanted to, you know, go to Nuju and see, you know, what, what's going on find out information. If you wanted to, you know, or just do something in case you were bored, you could actually go up and talk to them and you would not need staff to interact with you. You could just go do it by yourself. Definitely sounds like a change for the better there. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, you still cannot control and have, like, Nuju follow you around. I mean, they're static. They're there. You can't move them, but you can go talk to them. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds okay. good. Is there anything coming to mind that you guys have uh, changed or that the storyline or the setting can uh, it has a big effect on? 
<laughs> um, well, I guess just the biggest thing is we are going... Uh, the message I want to get across to the players is that the two biggest things are, one, we are going back to the basics. We're going back to basic powers, basic weapons, old school style, nothing fancy. We want to capture the mythology, the mystery, the, the basic gameplay that made the, this toy line way back in the day so exciting when the comics came out. I mean, that's what we're trying to capture. And the other thing would be is that since we're completely starting over, there is no more huge history and backstory. You can just simply jump right in and you're not missing anything. You don't have to worry about who so-and-so did in 2005 that affects what so-and-so is doing in 2009. There's none of that in there. It's hop in there, make a profile, go and play to your heart's content. So um, the RPG has been running for a little bit now. How have things been going? Uh, the RPG has been like really crazy packed. <laughs> Uh, putting it minorly um it, every, every single year whenever we open up a new location in the past it's always been crazy the first week to a month and it's been that busy though i think with the word getting out with this the reboot it's been a little busier than usual but let's just put it this way i we already have 25 pages the game's been open for only a week and we've already have 25 pages and some topics. That's so pretty good. Yeah, that that's just crazy. It, so you're trying to figure out what's going on half the time. You you just don't. You just <laughs> you have to roll with it. There's no planning at all going on. Everyone's just fighting. Everyone's just making friends. Everyone's off exploring, and you're just going page by page, post by post. That that's the only way you can go right now. All right. right. It's, it's really important that you don't try to digest everything at once. That's bad. There's just too much information to uh, for everyone to go through. Uh, there's just too much going on. You just got to take it as it comes. <laughs> That's right. my best advice right now. <laughs> what about in 2012? Do you think uh, you're going to do something similar or are you going to start building up again? Um, that's something else that we're changing. Traditionally, every year, the BZPRPG went to a new location. You could keep your characters, you could keep your items, but where they were playing, we changed you know, for change of scenery. This year, since we're in essence following loosely the canon storyline, unless we do something major, we probably will not be moving. We'll in fact be staying on the island of Montanui. Of course, maybe we have maybe wakened the Bork by then, or maybe we have defeated Montanui, the, defeated Makua the first time around. I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know that unless some huge event occurs, we will be staying at Montanui, and we'll be staying there for quite some time because that's where most of the, the action happens. So I don't foresee us moving anytime in the near future. So hopefully it'll help to uh, keep things a little more simple so the same problem we ran into the past won't uh, crop up again. Exactly, and it gives the players a chance to put roots down and solidify themselves and their characters because every... Um, every single year when you move, you kind of had to reinvent yourself because you're in a different place, a different time, different locale, different settings. Mm -hmm. And you had to, you know, alter your play accordingly. Well, here, if we're not going to be moving that often, it gives you a chance to, you know, set stuff up and really write down the story. Even arc if you wanted to, because this, this scene is not going to be changing that drastically. All right. Good to know. All right. Adrian, anything else you'd like to add? 
No, that's pretty much it. <laughs> All right. What are you, Josh? Last words. Last words. Um, well, I, I cried a little bit when I finally ended the old game. I have been playing it for eight years. Yes, I've been playing this game for eight years. And I have so many memories, so much stuff written down. It made me cry when it ended. But that was for my time and my generation. And I had a lot of fun. It's time for all the, the younger kids and the new kids to come and play and make their own stories. Now as staff, it's my responsibility to make sure that I provide the best possible game for you guys to have and to play. And it's my responsibility to make sure things run smoothly. I'm no longer the one playing the game. I'm the one running the game. So it's time for me to step aside a little bit and let you guys make your own stories. And in that respect, I'm really excited. I'm able to create an atmosphere that someone else can make their own stories and make a lot of really cool friends. So for that much, I'm excited for all right, sounds good. Thanks a lot for uh, joining me, guys, and I uh, look forward to seeing where the BZPRPG goes. Thanks for having us, Andrew. Thanks. All right, back with us now is Van the Moa for this month's How to BZP. How's everything going? It's going pretty good. How about you? Not too shabby. So, what do we have first up this month? Well, first up, I think we got a message for the ages for, you know, on behalf of us moderators, and that's not to report old stuff. Right. Yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff that can uh, slip through the cracks sometimes, and maybe you're reading an old topic and you notice it. And if it's not something that important, you don't really need to report it. Right. And it's something that... You know, we'd rather focus on what's out there now and is currently being seen. Not something that was posted three months ago and might be seen by three people. Yeah, if someone made something that could be considered spam or there's an accidental double post or something like that, that it was like Nate said three, six years ago, you know, it's it's kind of beyond the uh, the scope of what we have to worry about. Right. We're not interested in cleaning up the entire form that way and you know, we don't have the time to do it, and it's just not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to keep things as clean as possible, but there comes a point where it's kind of like a diminishing return. Right. So, uh, what else do we have? Oh, our next uh, topic of discussion kind of follows the same vein. Well, not really, but um, that's not trolling on the forums. Right. So, I want to talk a little bit about what trolling generally is. Yeah, it's unfortunate we kind of got to go over this, but uh, generally that's trolling is kind of, you know, the generally accepted use of the word is, you know, encouraging people into arguments. So you might post something inflammatory, but it's not really, you know, flaming them, but you're encouraging other people to get into an argument with you. Right. This is uh, the main reason why things like politics and religion aren't allowed on BZ Power. Because those are almost, they almost always devolve into flaming. Um, but yeah, so if, you know, people who say, make a topic or post saying that they don't like something and people who do like it are stupid, something like that, you know, you're, you're encouraging people to get into an argument with you and uh, not a polite argument, that's for sure. Right. I mean, I think a lot of what we've seen recently is, uh, you might go on the forums and see someone say something like Hero Factory is for babies. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's not an acceptable tone to take about it. You know, you can express your displeasure with it, but there are better ways to do it that don't, you know, infuriate people so much. Yeah, we're not saying you have to like Hero Factory or insert, you know, topic of discussion here. Just you don't have to insult people who do like it. Exactly. And I don't think that's uh, too much to ask for. Right. People have different tastes than you, and it doesn't mean that your tastes are better than theirs, you know, no matter what you think. And then I guess another thing on the topic of trolling is, uh, you know, making topics that purposely break the rules or, you know, really skirt close to the edge of breaking the rules just for the purpose of doing that. Now, uh, hopefully we don't have to remind too many people of that, because if someone does do that, we usually punish them pretty quickly. But uh, just a general notice. Right. You know, don't go out of your way to make things harder on us. You know, you know, don't go around including at the end of your post like, oh, by the way, mods, I know you're thinking about closing this, but I checked and it's OK. And it's like, you know, we can still close it if we want to. <laughs> you're just yeah. taking us then. Yeah, if, if you post something that you think might be breaking the rules, well, probably is, and you probably shouldn't post it. Right. So. And, and if it is not against the rules, you don't have to point that out. Right, because we're going to know that. Yeah, we're not brain-dead idiots. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got one more uh, topic of discussion this month. What is that? Um, finally, we just have to remind everyone, as always, not to post leaked images of future sets. Right. Yeah, we recently had a front page story about this, uh, as well as a message from Lego about it as well. Uh, it's something that you know comes up usually once or twice every year, where leaked images get out, and uh, you know we're we're not BZ Power's not a place to uh, talk about those. Exactly. Um. You know, it, it, in some ways, it damages our uh, relationship with Lego if we post these. And, you know, we want to maintain that healthy relationship there. Plus, sometimes when you post these early leaked images, they're not final. And people jump to conclusions on things that they shouldn't be jumping to conclusions on. Right. And that's, you know, one of the big reasons why Lego doesn't want these things getting out. You know, it's it's not finished product. Um, you know, it's... You know, the final prices may not be accurate, things like that. You know, they don't want um, people to be making assumptions. And uh, so generally, if uh, you see a if you see an image that has, you know, the, the confidential stamp on it, that's definitely off limits. Right. Uh, there's, there's definitely other instances where things have been leaked that don't have that. Uh, I know there were some Pirates of the Caribbean sets that uh, were leaked and did not have the images. And uh, there was some other, another set recently, I believe, that was found on Lego's uh, website that wasn't supposed to be out yet. And, uh, you know, that didn't have the stamp, but that doesn't mean that it's okay. If uh, Lego hasn't made an announcement yet, you shouldn't be uh, talking about it. All right, general rule of thumb is, is unless we say it's okay to discuss these new images, then don't be discussing them. Yeah, if you haven't seen anything on the front page, then... Uh, you should probably stay away. And, I mean, the thing is, uh, it's been happening, you know, the leaked images have been showing up uh, pretty recently, and we only have a couple more weeks until Toy Fair, where Lego's going to be revealing them all officially. So it's not like it's uh, a huge wait. Exactly. All right, I think that just about wraps it up this month. All right, well, thanks for having me on. Yeah, always a pleasure.
Yep, as always. (laughs) (laughs) All right, take care. You too. Okay, so recently on the BZ Power Internal Discussion, we made a topic to uh, see what you guys wanted to hear on the BZ Powercast. And one of the suggestions was to uh, hear from Hapori Tohu. So I was able to uh, wrangle up the elusive mascot of our site for uh, an interview, and he's joining me now. How's it going? Uh, going pretty well today. Awesome. So uh, I have some questions for you that I'm sure the members are uh, really interested in hearing from. So to start things off, why exactly did you uh, start BZ Power? Well, I just when I'm chilling with Masanui, you know, we're hanging out and she's like, you know, this thing getting pretty popular and I see people are really interested in it. Like, oh, you should make a, a site for me. And I'm like, well, why do I have to do it? If you want a site, why don't you just make it yourself? He's like, well, I'm so busy. I just have to sleep a lot, you know? I, I need 20 hours a day. And besides, you're better on the computer. And that's a little of a personal thing for me. Um, but yeah, I just decided to go through with it. And it turned out pretty cool. You know, I got to make it my favorite color, blue. Right? I love the color bluish purple. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. But then there were all these people joining. And I was like, well, what am I going to do? I'm, I've never been good at, you know, working with people and talking to people so so is that where uh dimensioneer came along yeah they were they were some old um diving buddies you know they're they're so much better at talking to people they just you know they charm all the girls at the beach and i would just stand there you know that was never really my thing but these guys they can talk to anybody and they they were really good at controlling people. I mean, they had kids. They seemed pretty good at wrangling kids. I mean, they they had to use duct tape and stuff. So I figured, you know, they'd be pretty good at that. And it turned out pretty well. I mean, I don't know where they are now, and I've been a little too lazy to hunt them down. All right. Well, that's that's good. I'm uh, glad you're able to find them to help keep the site going. Uh, next up, I guess, you know, what do you do in your spare time? I like, you know, just pretty chill stuff. I like collecting stamps. I don't do much diving anymore after a uh, brief accident with a couple of sharks and a clownfish. That was pretty embarrassing. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. If, if Rich is listening, you, you better not be laughing, man. That's just, it wasn't funny. I'm sure he's not listening, so you have nothing to worry about. Well, you never know with these guys. <laughs> nowhere. <sighs> so, uh, usually on VZ Power, when discussion uh, of you comes up, uh, there's a talk of Hapori Doom, your, I uh, guess, kind of rival. So, uh, what's the deal with that, and why did you ban him? He's, you know, he's a love starter. He's my second cousin. He's been removed from the family a couple times. I mean, he, he always likes to bug me. He, and he was like, he always called me a nerd and stuff. And he thought about, he said, take over my site. He's better than, he's better at computers than I am. I have to admit. 
but you know, we know who has the power in the end. I um, I just kind of snuck onto his computer and then I hacked it to bits. That's uh, no, <clears throat> you didn't hear that. But um, yeah, she's he's no longer with us. Yeah, I think uh, you know, generally we're pretty glad about that since uh, he didn't seem to be a very kind and benevolent ruler like you are. Not really. The dude, he just, I mean, he came over one day and he left his socks on my kitchen counter. He, you know, dropped peanut crumbs on my couch. I mean, I just can't stand for that kind of stuff. Sounds like quite the slob there too, yeah. He, he is, he's very rude. He kicked my cat. No. <laughs> That's just uncalled and for. It was it was horrible. Snuffles has never recovered. <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess uh, some a lot of people wonder why you don't have a mask. Oh man, I was born without a mask. It's you know I got teased a lot in the you know Washington High School to solve Choa calling names, you know, faceless, and they thought it was like the end of the opera or something. And I just never got a mask of my own. I tried to find one, but, you know, it never, they won't stay on my face. So, so what it is, I just can't get that. Uh, that's a, that's a real shame. Yeah. But you do have those nice gold gears, at least. Oh, yes, yes. How do they uh, stay on there? Um, do you know how magnets work? I mean, it's pretty great. I got some of Joanne's, picked them up, stuck them on there, hug the gun. Uh, I burned my finger open. It wasn't me. Nice little do-it-yourself job. That's uh, respectable. Yeah, I'm, I'm a DIY guy. <laughs> so uh, you've been, uh, you know, kind of watching over BZ Power all these years. Any chance we'll uh, see you come to an event like Brick Fair at some point in the future? Um, I don't know. I don't go out in public much. I mean, maybe if I I saw you had that nice Anuma mask hanging up, if I could get something like that and do a little uh, more DIY and. You know, hot glue, maybe? I don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm a little afraid of the fans. I, I don't know if I can live up to their expectations. I think they expect them. Um, they probably expect me to, like, I don't know, turn over tables and, and break the house down. And, you know. You seem like a, a much more chill guy than that. I try to control myself now. I've had problems before. All right. Well, I think we're all thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, thanks a lot for coming on, Hapori Tohu. And uh, no one, one last question for you. Are you pleased? I am very pleased. It's good to know. Well, thanks a lot for coming on. No problem. That just about wraps things up for this episode of the BZ Powercast. I hope you all enjoy listening, and I really hope you all enjoyed our fun little interview there. As always, you can leave us feedback on the TalkBack thread or on iTunes. We'd really like to hear what you have to say. And if you have any uh, topic suggestions, you can post them in the pinned topic in general discussion, or you can email them to powercast at bzpower.com. To wrap things up, we dug into the vaults and found an old recording by Andrew and Andrew. 
that uh, I hope you all enjoy. So here we go. See you all next time. Sitting in a railway station Got a ticket for my destination mm-hmm. On a tour of one night stands My suitcase and guitar in hand And every stop is neatly planned For a poet and a one-man band Homeward bound I wish I was homeward bound Thoughts escaping home Where my music's playing home Where my love lies waiting Silently for me Every day is an endless stream Of cigarettes and magazines And each town looks the same to me The movies and the factories And every stranger's face I see Reminds me that I long to be Homeward bound I wish I was Homeward bound Home where my thoughts escaping Home where my music's playing Home where my love lies waiting Silently for me Tonight I'll sing my songs again I'll play the game And pretend But all my words come back to me in shades of mediocrity Like emptiness and harmony, I need someone to comfort me Homeward bound, I wish I was homeward bound Home, my thoughts escaping, home, where my music's playing Home, where my love lies waiting silently for me Silently for me
Okay, you're talking to the blurry Domino, I guess. Awesome. 